Hello, and welcome to the podcast series, Ready, Set, Game, The Rhetoric of Games, a podcast created by Emory University students in David Morgan's Play, Make, Write, Think class. Over the course of the series, we will approach games as operating within the larger media ecology and attempt to diagram the competing forces at work within that landscape. In each episode, we will play and analyze a specific game with an eye toward its rhetorical situation and the role it plays within the broader medium. We'll focus on the way these games encourage players to think in order to move through them and what sorts of decisions the games force us to make. As we probe the underlying rules of game systems and speculate about what's going on underneath the hood, we'll ponder where they are taking us and to what ends. How do these games encourage certain types of problem solving and learning? What sorts of values do they promote? What sorts of new perspectives do we gain in the playing? So buckle up and come play with us. Hello everyone, here is a friendly warning. In this episode, we are going to talk about the game called Plague Inc. Evolved. It's a game about creating a plague to take over the world, and it's recently closely related to the COVID-19 outbreak. If you feel like the episode will cause you anxiety or stress, please skip over. So, Plague Inc. is a real-time strategy simulation video game developed and published by UK-based independent game studio Endemic Creation. In this episode, we're talking about its video game version. So, it's a really popular one. The game is based on an anti-humanity theme that the player will be on the side of the plague, creating and evolving a pathogen in the effort of infect and annihilate the human population. The game uses an epidemic model with a complex and realistic set of variables to simulate the spread and severity of the plague. I believe it is more timely to do this game than ever with the fact that the global community is stuck by the coronavirus, which is a notorious pandemic. And it is interesting that how there's a game out there simulating this unexpected real-life chaos. Blinking can use algorithms to simulate a disease outbreak. First, select the pathogen. In standard mode, you can choose bacteria, virus, fungus, parasite, prion, nanovirus, or bioweapon. In special mode, you got Neurax swarm, Vectros, virus, simian, flu, or shadow plate. There's plenty to choose from already, but that's not it. In scenarios, you have fake news, science, denial, ultimate board games, black death, etc. If this is still not enough for you, you can even create your own mode. Now, time to choose a difficulty level. Casual mode for new players or those wanting a quick game. In this plague simulation, nobody washes their hands, research doctors don't work, and sick people are given hugs. If you're a strategic genius, however, try normal mode or brutal mode. Those are a bit more similar to reality. If you play the game enough, you can also modify your pathogen's DNA, which is like a little cheat, making your game easier. Now the game begins. Collect your DNA points to upgrade your pathogen through the ways it transmits, the symptoms, and your pathogen's special abilities, like being able to withstand extreme temperatures or shuffling its own DNA to make finding a cure more difficult. But among all the chaos, don't forget to check the news and the world's progress. You gotta kill all the humans before they develop a cure. 
first saw the game back in 2015. I watched my friends trying to eliminate mankind and found the idea interesting. Now that I'm playing myself, I sometimes feel frustrated. Brutal mode is difficult. I had to search online to beat the algorithm. But it's interesting to think about how the game is actually easier than real life. For example, a pathogen mutates new symptoms by itself, a process which might take just months or maybe years based on chance. Also, the number of airports and harbors is much smaller than reality. Most importantly, infected people stay infected instead of recovering and becoming immune. The fact is, quoting Ian Malcolm, or actually Mike Crichton, life will find a way, meaning it is almost impossible to kill 100% of a species with a pathogen because of the complexity of life. Exactly. This is my first time to play this game too, and I found relieved after playing it on phone, because it is so freaking hard for me to complete the mission of annihilating the human population. Indeed, the plague develops fast and fatally, which is based on a reasonable scientific model, the autonomous system. The number of the infected population firstly experiences the exponential growth and then reaches a asymptotically stable when the herd immunity is achieved. However, there is a mechanism in the game that keeps me away from the victory, the cure thing. Once the plague is really detectable, like many people are infected with obvious symptoms, the global community starts to develop the medical cure. And when it is 100% developed, the undead population, like no matter they're infected or not, could survive. So it is really comforting to know that for the coronavirus, even without the remedies, there are still recoveries and people are, can still survive. Players can also develop the custom scenario with their objectives set by the game mode by evolving the plague and adapting to various environments. The custom scenario could be shared among the internet, so checked on YouTube, I found people playing the COVID-19 scenario, combining the scientific pathogenesis of the virus. The characteristic of the plague in that mode is realistic. The transmission starts with the bats, passing the virus to the intermediate hosts like other wild animals and livestock. Because the pathogen is carried by air, the close contact increases the chance of infection. The symptom includes fever, insomnia, coughing, and conjunctivitis. The COVID-19 spread very rapidly in the neighboring country according to the model. In the game, the government takes reactions like shutting down the port and airports only when the severity gets uncontrollable, like two-thirds of the population is infected and over a third of the population is dead. So it's really interesting that how this game relates to the real life for now. Here's a fun fact that the game has seen large surges of new users in several countries after major virus outbreaks such as the 2014-16 Ebola outbreak and the 2019-12 COVID-19 pandemic. So what do you think is the reason behind this? 
Hmm, I think this game is more than just pressing buttons for sure. It is a video game, but while most people relate video games to only functions like time killing or fun, I think Plague Inc. has an educational influence on its players. James Vaughn, the founder of the Endemic Creations, spoke to CDC staffs on 2013 about his new mobile app, Plague Inc. He was invited because CDC became interested in Vaughn's game as a tool to teach the public about outbreaks and disease transmission because of how it uses a non-traditional route to raise public awareness of epidemiology, disease transmission, and disease or pandemic information. The game creates a compelling world that engages the public on serious public health topics. This is very true. Speaking from personal experience, the general public would definitely prefer a video game to a scientific article. Even as news and social media try to spread knowledge by making scientific facts easy to understand, it's still very complicated. There is way too much new vocabulary. If I were to tell you that coronavirus attacks the human body by first attaching to the cell surface, specifically the ACE2 protein receptors, which is most common on lung alveolar epithelial cells and enterocytes of the small intestine, but is present in arterial and venous. Okay, okay, definitely agree with you this time. I have no idea what you are talking about. Exactly. People pretty much would stop listening before the word enterocytes, so they won't learn the key information. Using the video game is much easier to understand. You just evolve the symptoms. Since the virus can attack almost everywhere on the host's body, the host can have issues with the lungs like coughing, also the GI tract, so the host vomits and gets diarrhea. As the virus replicates and spreads in the host's body, more symptoms might occur. In Plague Inc., every pathogen might cause nausea, coughing, rashes, anemia, cysts, and insomnia at the basics, and evolve into total organ failure, tumors, or insanity. I'm not sure about insanity, but total organ failure? That's real. Definitely. Video games can incorporate with an educational purpose. When I scrolling through the Facebook community of the game, I found a player who is also a primary school teacher that said she encouraged her first and second grade student to play this game so they can understand what's going on in the world. It also gives the kids a chance to think conversely. What the pathogen you want in the game is actually the one that you are avoiding in your real life. When there is a massive event held somewhere like the Olympic game, the spreading speed suddenly increases. This reminds the player, maybe the little kids, that keeping a social distance, not gathering, or even self-quarantine is really essential in preventing them from being sick in the future outbreak of the plague. Also, keep washing hands in mind to make the world you are living a brutal mode. And I would say again that the real world is complicated. Citing chaos theory, it basically states that in real life there are too many factors to be considered, so nobody can be 100% sure of things, including the weather tomorrow. Same for a plague. Even if everybody does what they're supposed to, 
washing hands, getting tested for disease, practicing social distancing, all of a sudden there are scary fake news causing panic so people rush to stores to stock up supplies, and animals like cats getting a virus too. Unexpected things can lead to increased spread. A game like Plague Inc. has limited algorithms to account for everything, but life has countless variables. This makes it even more important that the general public understands at least the key factors that can lead to the spreading of a disease. Speaking of the chaos theory, Plague Inc. simulates the chaotic situation caused by the pathogen. And there's also a game called Rebel Inc. released by the same developer with a political theme. You are playing on the side of the governor and you are going to balance the civilian government and military. So who knows if one day we are using this game to simulate our real life. Yes, of course. According to the news, even the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, has realized it too. So that's all about Plague Inc. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. Thank you for listening. And a special thanks to our main producer, Sherry, assistant producer, Wenyi, and the line producer, Kimberly. That's me. Citations and additional information can be found in the episode description. Thank you.